Welcome to Blessed Mama Bosses Podcast, where we teach you every single thing you need to know about scaling to a multiple six-figure network marketing business and doing it in a fun, exciting, easy, strategic way using social media. I'm Blair Critch, a retired teacher, mom of two teen boys, wife of a recovering addict, woman going through ovarian cancer who went from bankruptcy to building multiple online businesses. Systems, strategies, organization, and goals are my jam. I am Kelly Hoover, a retired pharmaceutical rep, girl mom, brain tumor survivor, and social media ninja. By setting goals and creating action plans, I win big, and so can you. I am the connection queen and time planner of this duo. And why are we sharing? Because we know you've got things to do, mama. You want to go on trips with your kiddos. You want to be more present. You want to live your life with more purpose, and we got you covered. Let's dig in and become a blessed mama boss and do the dang thing. Hey there, blessed mama. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Are you hitting that snooze button way too often or reaching for multiple cups of coffee? Don't worry. We have you covered. Check out the system that Kelly and I both use to have all-day sustainable energy to help with our digestive health, sleep, as well as keeping your antioxidant health up. Listen, this is a premium lifestyle system. It's here to help you experience peak physical and mental levels. It is three simple steps every morning that's changed millions of lives, including Kelly and mine. So we want to make sure we help you as you are trying to build your business to six figures and beyond. As you're trying to help your family and others, we want to make sure that you're helping yourself. So reach out to us at blessedmamabosses at gmail.com with the subject line, free sample, and we'll get you set up with a free three-day sample. We want you to feel, look, and be your best. Hello, Blessed Mama. We're so glad you're on the podcast today, and you're going to be really excited to be on here because we're going to be talking about signs of hormone havoc in females. Yes, you know, we go through lots of different challenges, right, with our hormones, depending on our age and what's going on and our stress level. Well, I can tell you guys, after my last year of cancer journey, I've learned a lot about hormones and how we really need to pay attention to them to take care of our long-term health. It's not just about having babies, getting through menopause, getting through all these different stages of life. It's so much more than that. And so I'm so excited to have Deidre Brooks on here today as she's going to share with you guys. Deidre is a board certified family nurse practitioner with extensive functional medicine training through the Institute of Functional Medicine. She is not only really qualified in this area, but she's devoted her career in caring for women throughout their lifespan. She's been in the women's health arena since 2005 and currently not only is she working with me and helping me so much, but she works with clients to help them unfold the root cause of their ailments through a functional medicine approach, specializing in gut health, hormone imbalances, endometriosis, polycystic ovarian disease, intercystial cystis, you're going to have to help me if I said that wrong, autoimmune disorders, and so much more. And she's a national speaker on endometriosis and uterine fibroids. And I'm really excited to have her here because I know that so many of us don't pay attention to this. I didn't pay attention to this. You know, the only time I really paid attention to my hormones was when I was having an issue, like trying to get pregnant or trying to get my body back in shape after pregnancy. And I never really paid any attention after that. And then after 
having my cancer this last year and going through that journey, I'm learning a lot about how we can prevent disease and illnesses. And those things that people like to quote unquote say is just part of being a woman doesn't have to be that way. And we can take care of our bodies in a very healthy way. So I am so excited to have you on here today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to speak to the audience here at Bless Mama Bosses. Thank you for having me, Blair. I'm excited to talk to women on this platform and just to share some things that I know about hormones that I think will be helpful. I totally agree. Um, And when we were kind of going back and forth, so I've been working privately with you and you've been really helping me as I'm trying to get my body back in shape after going through chemo and get my hormones right and my adrenal glands right and just honestly feel good again and take care of myself in a more holistic approach. And so when I was asking you, hey, could you come on here and share with some other women? I know that you said you had a heart for helping them with the hormone havoc. So what do you mean by that? And what are some things that you can share with the women out there? Because most of you guys listening to this, I know from all the feedback that you've given Kelly and myself over this last year, you're mostly, you know, working women and you're juggling being a wife, being a friend, being a sister, being a mom, being a business builder. You got a lot on your plate. And I know it's really important that we're taking care of ourselves too. So anything you want to share about like, what is hormone havoc and what can we do to help our body? So I often think of hormone havoc. We start with having symptoms of things for many women, it can be weight gain, or they're feeling fatigued or breast tenderness, or they're having irregular periods, those type of issues start to key us in to that we're having some hormone havoc, or we're having issues with imbalances in our hormone. And that can be coming from a lot of different areas. I always like to start in the gut because gut inflammation affects hormones so much. So that's a huge thing that I like to talk to people about. And when you think of things like candida, um, well, sugar grows candida, and that's a GI problem. And it also affects your estrogen balance. So when we're talking about hormone havoc, we're talking about estradiol. We're talking about progesterone, which is your calming hormone and even testosterone. So we don't always think about that in women, but that's really important. It's what helps give us energy. It's what helps give us our sex drive. So those are some areas that I like focus in on. I use a functional medicine approach. So we do GI mapping, testing, Dutch testing to look at the hormones. I feel like it's a really comprehensive way to look at things. And when you're thinking about like estrogen, for instance, it gets bad rap, but we need estrogen for many things. We need it for cardiovascular disease. We need it for bone health and some symptoms that you might be experiencing. And we hear a lot about estrogen dominance. That's been very common topic lately. And some estrogen dominant diseases are like endometriosis, fibroids. If women are having anxiety, uh, maybe acne, dysmenorrhea or painful periods or pain with intercourse. Those are some estrogen dominant type symptoms that you may be having. I always say a lot of times, you know, our hormones know when to protect us. So if we're in a kind of fight or flight in our busy jobs and our busy lives, so your, your body is designed so it won't get pregnant in those situations, kind of in that fight or flight. So what happens as a result is we start to notice hormone imbalances. Maybe we're a little more edgy or a little more moody, or we're feeling really kind of drained and tired or on the opposite, like some people will stop having their menstrual cycles or they may have them even heavier. So 
that's what I like to talk about. And that's what hormone havoc means. I see a majority of patients in my clinic with lots of hormone issues. So it's pretty predominant in women lifespan to have some sort of hormone issue, whether it be just an irregular period. I'm not a huge advocate for just putting people on the birth control pill to stop your cycle or to do something like that. I'm really looking into like, why are you having these issues? Like what's going on with you? So I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the symptoms that might be associated with estrogen dominance or progesterone deficiency, and a little bit about your testosterone as well. And then some natural things maybe that you can try at home just to kind of balance things, if that's okay. Yes, that would be great. And also before you even start in on that, can you drop two things that I'm sure my listeners probably, some of them may know about, but a lot of them probably don't because I didn't before I met you, which is GI testing and the Dutch test. Can you just touch really quick on what those are and why they need to get that done with a professional like you, or if they have somebody else around them, but don't just like go try to do that on your own. Right. Right. So the GI map is a test that you can do at your home and it uses a quantitative PCR type of mechanism to test. And it tests for many different things, such as parasites, worms, H. pylori, uh, microbiome imbalances. So having dysbiosis, we hear a lot about the microbiota and the microbiome, and that's what it's looking at. Like, do you have too much bad bacteria in relation to the good? Do you have not enough good at all? And those are affected by stress, by our diet, just our environment in general. It looks also at secretory IgA, which is your gut's first lining of defense. So that's your immune response. It also looks at beta-glucuronidase. And I'm huge into that one because it elevated that that's an estrogen dominance problem that it shows me you're not detoxing in your gut. So we need to be working on that as well. And then it shows even like your pancreatic enzymes, like are you producing enough enzymes? Do you have blood in your stool or fat in your stool? Those are all the things that the GI map looks at and is fairly easy to do. You collect the sample at home and you send it off and the lab evaluates it. And we're able to make like protocols and plans based on that to help decrease inflammation. Sometimes I use supplements. I use essential oils. We'll use dietary changes. So I use an array of natural things to kind of help. Even talking to people about mindful eating and meditation prior to eating, it just depends on what I see on that map. And then I usually will start there and then we'll do the Dutch test, which the Dutch test is a salivary and urine test. You can do it either way. So what I typically do is the dried urinary because you get not only your estradiol and your progesterone, testosterone, but you get the metabolites. So we don't think about this. We only hear of estrogen, estradiol, but there are three estrogens. There's estrone, estriol, estradiol. So these metabolites, depending on which pathway that you're predominant in, they can affect disease. So if you are predominant down, we call it the 16 hydroxy estrogen pathway, you're going to have heavier periods. So I look at a natural way to shunt that so that you're able to control that. If you're predominant in the four hydroxy, well, that's more DNA damaging. So we look at that in relationship to cancers that are related to estrogen. So then we do things to move that from that 4-hydroxy to the more protective, the 2-hydroxy estrogen. 
So this test gives us a lot of information and it tests the adrenals, shows me cortisol, cortisone. So we get a look at that and the importance of doing it like throughout the day, instead of just capturing it once is that you get what we call a diurnal curve. So in the morning, when you wake up, your cortisol should be the highest. And then through the day, it starts to lower. So looking at that and just making sure that you're not having issues with stress and your adrenals throughout the day and doing some lifestyle and dietary supplementation, oils, things that will help to calm the adrenals down. So they all kind of, I always say, play in the same sandbox, your hormones, whether it's your thyroid, whether it's your estrogen, whether it's your cortisol, like they're major players together and one can affect the other. So getting a comprehensive look at these testings and then making like personalized. And that's the whole thing. It's personalized care. Like I may talk to you and you may tell me I will never be able to swallow a pill. Well, I have to have a different plan. I can't just say you're going to do this and this is how it's going to be. So I like to really get to know my clients and really help them in that aspect. I love that. Okay. So now let's go over all those different hormones that you talked about before. Now that people understand that testing. Okay. So estrogen. So that's the one that is responsible, but when you're starting to have havoc with estrogen, some of the things you can expect is we typically with estrogen dominance, get weight gain in like the butt and the thighs and the hip area. That's where we notice it. Kind of that midsection. Many women will talk about having hot flashes or night sweats with estrogen, and that can be high or low. So there's always like this little like, well, I must have low estrogen and I need estrogen because I'm having hot flashes, but not always. It can be coming from a place of high estrogen or just not enough progesterone in relationship. And then when we think of progesterone, it's your progestation hormone. So this is the one that makes you want to sleep at night. It makes you want to be intimate with your partner kind of mid-cycle because it promotes gestation. It promotes pregnancy. It's your calming hormone. So a lot of times when you're really feeling edgy, if you've noticed mid-cycle, that is where your progesterone will increase. And so people start to feel a little bit better mid-cycle if you're having a normal 28-day cycle. So, And signs of low progesterone can be the mood. It can be hot flashes also. So some of these overlap. That's why it's good to get the testing done. And then I also look at sleep quality if you're not sleeping very well or things of that nature. And then testosterone, like I said, that's like your energy and sex drive. So if you're having issues with acne, and we always say acne from like the eyes down, so lower part of the face, that acne is typically a hormonal. Some people just have just really low energy or muscle wasting. They're not able to like, they're doing their workouts or they're on this quest to like gain muscle and they're just not at all. That can be a testosterone thing as well. And so we look at it all in relationship and like what will make one better over another. And I always like to start honestly with herbals using something natural. There's a lot of evidence on using flaxseed, for instance a tablespoon of brown flaxseed every day, either in a shake or in a salad or something is a great way to start to hormone balance. Things with chaseberry naturally improves your progesterone. And these are just not myths. Like these are tried and true and researched and studied to help women. And then we look at adding 
a diversity of color into your diet. So I always say aim for 10 colors of fruits and vegetables a day. That's going to be the best for overall health. So that's going to improve fiber. It's going to cut out a lot of what we're eating and processed foods. Yeah. So. When she says 10 colors, she doesn't mean red Kool-Aid and orange jello. <laughs> she means like fruits and vegetables. Oh, it's not the Skittles, right? <laughs> when I say eat the rainbow, it is not the Skittles. <laughs> and then I deal with the majority of patients with endometriosis and autoimmune disorders. And endometriosis can be really difficult because we are learning that there is a gut issue that's going on with that. And they are starting to think that it is autoimmune. So there's going to be developing things about that. But women with endometriosis specifically, like it affects their life so much. I use this app called EndoWheel because sometimes when you're talking to people about endometriosis, we forget about some of the other things that these hormones affect. And one can be your fertility, your mood, your interactions with other people, and not just like the pain with it. You have pain with intercourse, pain just in periods, and the cycles can be really heavy. There can be a lot of clotting. So use that endo wheel on a lot of people because it makes this spidergram and it looks at like how severe your symptoms. And then as we do a little intervention or we make some tweaks, we can watch that start to decrease and improve. So I always say, if you're thinking that this could be like hormonal, download the app. There's no cost to it and use that. And I have people send it to me just to kind of look at what's going on. But I find more and more people are experiencing endometriosis. And there comes a lot of issues with missed work, missed activity, missed being with families, just because of how bad women feel. And we're getting these xenoestrogens from our environment. So from the toxins around us, from the plastics, the BPA, and so watching what you are intaking into your body and what you're purchasing and making sure that you've got a more pure product can be helpful and decreasing your risk. We all have genes that we get when you know we're born. And whether that gene gets turned on or off really has to do, you know, with our environment and environment, not only is the air we breathe, but the food we intake turn a gene on to express a symptom or disease such as endometriosis, polycystic ovaries, Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Yeah, it's so interesting. So what would be one of the biggest advice you'd give people about their environment, right? Like I know you mentioned plastics and things like that. So what are the things that you recommend in people's environment that they can do to not get those fake hormones put into their body, right? That's basically what that is, right? It's tricking your body. That there's more estrogen when there isn't, like it's tricking it to make more estrogen. I would say some of the biggest things in the environment uh, really are processed foods. So if you're in the grocery store and you are shopping a perimeter of the store, you're going to get fresh produce, things like that. It's when we start like going through the aisles, that's almost all processed food. So that is a huge part of our environment because even if you eat a perfectly healthy diet and you are one of those people that just eat perfect, you will start to notice our soil is not like there's not enough nutrients in the soil to promote that. So we often supplement with vitamins for that to help support our hormones too. 
And then corn is a big inflammatory thing for hormones. So making sure like organic sources of food as much as you can. And I recognize that some things can be very costly and we can only be in control of as much as we can. I like to use like water bottles that are glass or stainless steel. So those are good because the stuff that you're drinking and taking in important in your environment. You know, sometimes we can't help our jobs or anything like that. Or if we live next to a power plant or things of that sort, you know, the area we live in, we have a lot of cornfields and that's a huge hormone disruptor because they're spraying. Oh yes. Fields. So some things that you can do, if you know that's your environment is to do things to naturally detox. So I say, start with a detox tea, something mild to keep those pathways open. And then we can decide if we talk to you, if you need something more than that. I love that. And here's a quick tip about the water bottles guys, because I know like it's hard. You're always on the go. I travel a lot. So what I have done is I've bought like different bottles or different things. So I have a swell bottle for when I travel because it's easy to close. Right. And so I just bring it empty with me to the airport. I fill it up at the airport in that pool water fountain that all airports have now, right. Even Disney world universal, they all have this now where you don't have to go to the actual water fountain. It has like this cool spout thing. And then when I'm at home, I try to use glass. And when I'm in the car, I always leave a Yeti full of water because it does keep it cool. And, you know, I don't have to worry about the plastics getting into my food, but even now at home, I only use glass to store our food even freezing things in glass. I try very hard to not use Ziploc bags. I try very hard not to use the microwave if I don't have to. And yeah, it adds a couple minutes to my routine, but even something as simple for my children as putting their lunch snacks in these paper bags called paper skins. And they're not any more expensive than the Ziploc bags. They might be more expensive than the off-brand, but they're not any more expensive than Ziploc bags. And that's just one less thing seeping into their food, right? And for me, I try to use parchment paper. I'm trying very hard to like get the plastics off of things as soon as I get them and planning out our meals. I thought it was going to be more expensive to switch everything over to organic. But when I planned out our meals better and started utilizing the leftovers by putting them in the freezer for next week or making sure we had one night that was eat up all the leftovers, we actually are spending less money. And I'm really giving myself the gift of like, okay, on the weekends, we're going to probably order two meals out, right. Or go out for two meals and that's okay. Enjoy it. But the other nights I know that I'm preparing healthy, really good food for our family and for myself. So I love everything that you shared today and we want to keep this podcast kind of short, but if you guys want to find all of the information about how to find Deidre, about where to go, all those kind of things, she's going to be sharing her website, her Facebook, her Instagram, all that stuff and all the information about her will be in the show notes below. So please check that out. Click on it. Go find her. Thank her for this podcast. I want you to screenshot it and share with us what's one thing you got from this. What's one thing you learned or what's one tip that you could give other women as we're trying to really, you know, get educated about our hormones. And let's end Deidre with, I'm going to ask you a question. What's one of your favorite things that you get to do helping women? So I've been in women's health my entire career. My favorite thing is really when you come back to me and you say, I've done X, Y, and Z, 
and I feel great. I feel better. I feel energized. I can go out and do the things I want to do. And that's what it's about for me is really changing women's lives and helping them navigate the thing. Maybe, you know, hormones might not be your specialty, but it is mine. And I can help you navigate that to make your quality of life better. And that's, to me, there's nothing better than that. I love that you said that in choices, right? Because I know that you help women that maybe are choosing to go this route instead of another route. And I think that's really powerful that you're giving women choices, choices to choose what path they want to take for their own health and take control over their own health. And those of you that know me know, that's like my biggest thing about why I'm in the business that I'm in is yes, I love the products that I sell, but more importantly, I love the business opportunity and sharing it with people because it gives them a life of choices. And I feel like that is so huge. And when you have that opportunity, like you're giving women to make those choices, it empowers you. And then you take ownership over your health and you're probably more likely to take care of yourself than somebody just throwing a pill at you and telling you to take that for the rest of your life. Right. Exactly. And what we do as women affects our children, affects our families. Most men are driven to healthcare because of their wives or their significant others. So So that's a huge thing to think about. We are the navigators of other people. I love that. So women out there, all of you listening, you are the navigators to reach out. If you're having any issues right now, reach out to Deidre. The information's in the show notes. Get yourself healthy. Get those testings. I have to tell you, we did the GI testing together. It was so eye-opening. I'm going through a whole thing for my gut health right now. And what was great is I could show Deidre what I'm already taking. You know, I represent a health and wellness company. I'm not going to stop taking those vitamin supplements because they make me feel great. So she checked them all for me. And then she worked around what I'm already taking. So I'm not having to take a hundred pills in a day. Right. And so I really appreciate that you really take the time to learn what your clients are doing and what they are going to do and not going to do, and then making their plan around that. So you guys reach out to her. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're so thankful you were on and don't forget to let us know what you thought about today's episode. You can rate and review, screenshot it, give us a shout out, and we hope you have a great day and make it a great day for others. Bye guys. You are not alone. We hear from you all the time that you want to scale your network marketing business to six figures and beyond, but you just don't know how. Well, guess what? Yes, we have a solution for you. Grab the Network Marketing Accelerator course and take your profitable business to your dream business, everything you dreamed of. This course has everything you need to scale your business online. Let's go have some fun and make some money. You can grab the course at blessedmamabossescourses.com. We'll see you inside.